Welcome to the Daily Motivator, MotivateNow.com. My name's Jared Isaac, I am your top mindset, skills, and development, and everything between mentor right now. Palm of your hand and drum of your ear. And today, I'm going to bring you that juice. I'm going to bring you that zing. I'm going to bring you them flames, man. Because we have some secrets of the ISFP, a.k.a. the artist. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to go over the traits and characteristics of how to identify an ISFP. And also how to be able to determine whether or not the ISFP you are examining, whether it be yourself or someone else, is a responsible ISFP, so you want to be around them, or they're an irresponsible ISFP and you want to avoid them like the plague. So without further ado, let's go ahead and let's dive in. How do you identify an ISFP? Well, they are a background and behind the scenes type. So when it comes to their worldview, they just prefer to be just kind of behind the scenes. Is that like that always? No. Now, these guys, they are the artists, okay? So they come out from behind the scenes once they have crafted their art, which is really, really, really incredible to see. A great example of an ISFP is my wife, Donella. She is an ISFP. She goes so hard in the hours when nobody sees what the heck she is doing. And then comes alive when she shares her art. She shares her passion, the thing that she's worked so very hard to develop. And so I will actually be basing this episode off of my wife, but I'll be speaking in general terms as well. So they are a background behind the scenes type. And with them being a background behind the scenes type, that automatically qualifies them for three very unique traits. And these traits are that they are very informative in their speech. So when they are communicating, they do not convey their message getting direct to the point unless they have their art developed. If they have their art developed, they'll be direct as a mofo. Okay. But just typically they'll beat around the bush, always trying to inform people versus just directly conveying the point. So they're very informative. From there, they're very responding. So they will always respond. And they will also uh, constantly say, ooh, I got to respond to these messages. I got to respond to the people. I got to respond to whatever situations and scenarios end up happening directly to me, okay? That's when they will respond. If it's happening to everyone else, they ain't going to really respond, okay? But when it's happening directly to them or, or it's a situation that pertains to something that they want, they will always respond. It's huge. Uh, from there, they are very control-based. Control-based does not mean that they are controlling. It just simply means that they are outcome-driven, outcome-focused. What is the outcome here? And if there's no desired outcome, things are going to go freaking bananas, Okay, so that's how you identify their worldview, and that puts them in the background behind the scenes category. From there, to identify their temperament, their temperament is they are artisans. So artisans, I like to uh, look at as uh, these freedom-based creators, essentially these pirates that they are out to get their treasure. <laughs> but artisans. All of them do it in a very different way. And in the case of the ISFP, how they do this is 
once again, they're called the artists for a reason. They will convey their art. Their art can be in business. Their art can be in actual art. Their art can be in singing. Their art can be in dancing. Their art can be, um, uh, it's probably not going to be like computer design or anything, uh, but I'm sure that there are some ISFPs who've done it. And because they need to be here and now in the moment to make whatever art it is that they're conveying in actual reality, uh, this will pinpoint them as an artisan. And so what are the three other traits and characteristics that define them as an artisan? The very first, they are very concrete when it comes to just everything, okay? Uh, They speak in terms of what is instead of what if. They can speak in terms of what if in the event that they have their art, okay? If they don't have their art, they're always going to speak in terms of what is, From there, they are very pragmatic. They are not really affiliative. So pragmatism over affiliatism. Pragmatism, they do what works. They do what works. They're super pragmatic with it. They don't really care about the group ethics in regards to the things that they do. No, they care about the things that they do. And that's it. They don't care about what anyone else is doing. Mm -mm 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 -mm. When it comes to like learning and like making a decision, they'll look around and see what everyone else is doing. However, after they've done that, they will be super pragmatic in their approach unless uh, it is involving loved ones or something that means something super, 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 super much to them, okay? Lastly, they are very interest-based. They're not systematic. They have systematic components to uh, the opposing sides of their mind, yes. However, primarily, they are interest-based. Interest-based, they look in a situation and say, hey, what's in it for me? But what's also in it for the other party, okay? Now, because they are interest-based and they have introverted feeling in their hero spot, this can cause them to always think of themselves First, they will always prioritize their mood first. So here's the kind of the catch 22 because they have introverted feeling in their hero spot. And remember the decision-making functions are your extroverted thinking, introverted thinking, extroverted feeling, introverted feeling. That's how a person makes decisions. Whatever one comes first in their cognitive function stack is going to determine how they always make a decision first. They have FI hero. They will always make a decision based off of their mood, based off of how something makes them feel or not, their internal morality. And if they're not in the mood for it and you try to make them do something, oh boy, you're going to get raged on every single time. And I guess, well, that's the artisan way. But you need to be careful when dealing with this specific type because uh, though they have that internal moral compass for their hero function for sure um, they can actually use that for the detriment of other people because they constantly worry that other people are bad people that they constantly worry about that so until someone shows them that they're not a bad person when they make a decision and you haven't shown them that Ay, 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 ay. They're going to automatically assume and jump to conclusions about you until you prove them otherwise. In the beginning, I had to do this all of the time with my wife because she has introverted feeling hero. I have introverted feeling 
parent. So it was constantly a battle of whose mood, whose morality was going to dominate. And here's the thing. Hers will always dominate. It'll always win because it's a hero and it's optimistic. Mine is a parent and it's pessimistic. So until I developed my own morals and my own standards and instead did not make decisions based off of how I felt, but rather who I was, that was enough to prove to her FI hero that, okay, this guy, he's a good guy. He's not just doing things just to get his. All right. Maybe we both can benefit here. Okay, and she's interest-based and I'm interest-based. So I'm sitting over here thinking the same exact thing. (laughs) Anyways, more into that kind of later on down the road. So that's how you identify the ISFP. Now, what a responsible ISFP looks like versus an irresponsible. And then we're going to get the heck on out of here. So probably five more minutes. All right, so let's go and let's dive into the second part. So second part, the irresponsible versus responsible ISFP. Here it is. Look at their cognitive functions. In their hero spot, they have introverted feeling. All about their moods, their morality, their standards, how they feel about something internally. From there, they have SE parent. SE parent. This is a negative function. This is all about the experience that they give to other people. It's all about what is going on around them. What's everyone else doing around here? All right. From there, they have... In their child spot, introverted intuition. Now, remember in previous episodes that the child function with introverted intuition is childlike willpower. They will never stop. However, (laughs) that's for the optimistic child. The child that's been child abused, not literally, I'm speaking figuratively here, who've had their choices taken away from them. Okay, let's say there's an ISFP and their choices have been taken away from them. Nobody let them exert their innocent-like willpower. Well, just as they very innocently will themselves through anything and they never stop, the opposite's also true too. Because they didn't will themselves through anything, they never start. And therefore, they just stay background behind the scenes. And they never create their art. They never, ever, ever step into that subconscious part of them that can actually execute every facet of anything that they've ever wanted. So they have NI child, which is like liquid luck and willpower. Okay. From there, they have extroverted thinking in their inferior spot. Uh, So they are literally afraid of what other people think about them. Okay. They're afraid of the input that is coming their way. Uh, And because they don't have extroverted intuition in their uh, first four functions, they're not aware of what the intentions of other people are. They're aware of the interests of other people. Okay, what, what does this person get out of a situation? But they're not aware of what is this person trying to do in this situation. So they need high extroverted intuitives around them, ones that more or less love and care about them so that they can protect them from the ill intent of other people who are just trying to, let's say, take advantage of them. Well... Luckily, I have any hero and nobody is ever going to be taking advantage of my wife. (laughs) Not happening because I can see the intent of other people from miles and miles and miles away. And it'll be stopped long before they even get to our front door. 
but back to that inferior function. That inferior function, that's what they're afraid of, okay? Now, looking at the responsible versus irresponsible. So irresponsible version, here is what it looks like. The irresponsible version will make decisions first based off of what their mood is. How do they, how do they feel about this? Okay. Then uh, to execute it, they will use that childlike willpower and just go. Okay. And they'll do it. And they're not aware of the consequences of what their actions are. They'll just jump right into it. They'll go and eat the ice cream. Well, not necessarily eat the ice cream, but let's say more or less like activity wise, uh, they'll go and do an activity. Okay. That, um, is maybe risky or it doesn't make sense for them to do it by any means, uh, but they'll do it anyways. And let's say go out with friends, right? Just to go and have fun and socialize and mingle. Okay just to go and drink and then get into a fight and just completely rage out and then end up in jail because they didn't see the consequences of what their actions were because they made the decision based off of their mood. They validated it based off of their willpower. And then because more than likely they were going out with friends, those friends probably thought highly of them. And the ISFP knows this. So their inferior function wasn't attacked. Better yet, it was supported because other people thought highly of it, right? So they had no worry, no nothing, and let's just go have fun. Let's go have a good time. Well, that extroverted sensing ends up kicking in after everything's said and done. And instead of viewing what the responsible thing was that people are doing around that ISFP, it did the irresponsible thing and it responded. It reacted in a negative manner. And let's do this instance of a bar fight. Okay. Now extroverted sensing, <laughs> it gave a negative experience through taste, touch, sight, sound, or smell, right? Boom, popped him right in the face. End up in jail. Charges pressed against him. ay yeah, yeah. It's horrible. So that's the irresponsible version. The responsible version on the other hand, check this out. When it comes to making their decision, they'll, instead of going based off of their mood, they will go based off of their morals and standards. Let's just, let's hope that these morals and standards are uh, very ethical. Let's hope, let's hope they are. Some people's morals, no, not really ethical. What one person deems to be right uh, could go completely against societal standards, right? So you just got to make sure that their internal moral compass is actually moral instead of uh, just trying to be ethical. Uh, that's going to be a very, very, very big indicator there. So uh, anywho, let's say that they have their morals and standards. That they're built, okay? So they made a decision that they know who they are. And because they know who they are, they can actually begin the art slash creative process. Uh, now, this is going to look different for uh, every ISFP uh, because some, like I said earlier, they're going to be into art. Some are going to, going to be into dancing. Some are going to be into uh, construction. Some are going to be into business. Okay. Uh, so depending on what that is, uh, they are going to make that decision that, hey, I am this person. 
That's step one. Step number two, instead of going to their child function and letting their child run the household, they immediately go to the parent function and have the parent function decide what is responsible here. Okay. And how does it do that? It does that by the five senses, taste, touch, sight, sound, smell. And it also does that by verifying and validating what is going on around me right now. And uh, so let's do the example. Um, I'm just going to do it of Donetta. Uh, is that she made her decision of who she was going to be. She wasn't going to let her mood determine the actions that she took. Okay. So she decided. She said, hey, I'm going into business. I'm going to become the best version of myself. Uh, why? Because that is who I am on the inside. And it's about to come out. From there, she went to her parent function which is a negative function. And she very pessimistically viewed what was going on around her in her immediate environment. What are other people doing? You see, if you surround ISFP with losers, they become losers. Why? Because their parent function, it seeks to be responsible, but often is not. No, until they hit that point of maturity, right? So with that being said, they will look around and consult with other people. They'll ask questions of, hey, what are you doing here? What are you doing there? Or they might just observe you from afar and then make the perception that, hey, okay, does this certain thing align with who I am? And if that answer is yes, then extroverted sensing parents will make the responsible perception that will govern their internal household. It's almost a sense of validation towards their overall morality. From there, the parent function, because it's connected to the child function, parents watch the children, right? The hero doesn't watch the child. No, havoc would happen. But when the parent watches the child and they actually parent the child properly, the child can eventually grow up and execute whatever the child was called to do, right? That's, that goes in a uh, general sense and a uh, metaphorical sense. <laughs> now, with NI child, the extroverted sensing parent then says, okay, I've seen what everyone else is doing. I've seen what's going on around here. Um, this aligns with our morals and standards. Okay, let's go and kick ass. And then it takes that innocent, innocent, innocent willpower and says, let's rock and roll. And then boom, that execution ends up happening. Now, last but not least, you have the inferior function that needs to get on board. Well, if the morality of the ISFP is in check, the extroverted sensing parent made the proper perception, the NI child is ready to go, everyone in the household is ready, now the baby just needs swaddled up and put in the car seat and boom, off to the races they go, the inferior function doesn't really have anything to be worried about unless whatever the parent function perceived and tried to perceive from a responsible standpoint puts them in a situation that defies their morals and values and or makes it so that other people think less of them then you will have some massive problems and the ISFP will quit every time. However, if they go into a situation, let's say business, right? 
and they become number one. Well, if they become number one, won't everyone think highly of them? Yes. Won't the willpower, the child get super excited because it has so much attention on it? Uh, yeah. Won't the parent function then be proud of the child because the child went and executed everything properly? Yes. And wouldn't the hero function just like just be overjoyous in its mood? Wouldn't it just feel absolutely terrific if that success, if that art was manifest right before their eyes? 100%. And this is the key to how an ISFP taps into their what's called subconscious and how they actually obtain success in their life. I'm not going to go into how they obtain wisdom just quite yet because this is a whole different journey. <laughs> but these are the secrets of the ISFP and what a responsible versus irresponsible ISFP looks like. So with that being said, it's going to conclude today's episode and we'll see you on the next episode. And never forget... Manager, I'm your top mindset, skills, and development mentor right now. Palm of your hand and the drum of your ear. This is Motivate Now. This is your M88 Challenge. God bless you. I keep you. We'll look forward to seeing you on the next episode.